Hey gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Vinny. Bag of donuts. Vinny, what's happening? Time to make the f***ing donuts. Phil, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, he is an instant crowd favorite on the show, Phil Bobbitt. That's just your favorite onesie-wearing podcast host over here, and I'm ready to talk some Christmas NFL. I mean, I'm, I'm basking in the glory of of yesterweek. Had a great week last week, Vince. Went 3-0 on Monday night against your birds. Sorry. Yes, that's okay. Uh, we made some moves with Buffalo towards the playoff push. Uh, we're holding 5-1 mm-hmm. to one tickets on them. And then yeah. also, just last night, after our Wednesday extravaganza, we saw Puka Nakua move from 23 to 1 for offensive rookie of the year to 6 to 1 in some shops. Things are looking up. It's the season mm-hmm. of miracles. I'm feeling <laughs> good. How are you, buddy? I'm feeling great. I got a piece of uh, the Buffalo action. Feeling good about that. Uh, when you, uh, you posted the call to arms on Puka last night, uh, the, the line moved immediately after I placed my bet, which was uh, not small but not large. So I'll, I'll take full credit for that. Um, yeah. I mean, my goodness, uh, our long-term bets looking really good. And I do have to give you props, uh, pun intended here, Phil, you are, you're the king of finding these gems, buddy doing, doing yeoman's work. Yeah. I mean, if, if only I was as good as, uh, on a week to week basis as we were with the futures market, but Hey man, it's, it's nice when they hit it's, it's a lot of fun. I might have one up my sleeve here tonight as well. So I'm looking forward to touching on that. Vinny, where do you want to start this week? We haven't talked at all. You and I normally we we sort of powwow pre-show, hammer out a plan. This one's a mystery. Where are you going? Are we starting on the Saturday slate? We've got Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, Buffalo and the Chargers. What what are you looking at? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to jump into Bengals Steelers. Uh, unless there's anything you wanted to you know recap from last week, Phil. There's not. There's not. It's just a okay. just a, a a basking in the in the glow and basking. my new dollars that I have. <laughs> the crisp crispy abes all right let's do uh cincy pittsburgh fine that's it i guess fine. i guess i'll go first okay great do it. uh <laughs> all right so cincinnati's without jamar chase this week probably longer with this uh ac joint spring but uh you know jake browning's look really great by the way he's playing on a on a one-year minimum contract so good for him next year uh cash that register but he should have time to throw against uh, this Pittsburgh defense. They're slumping. They haven't been able to generate much pressure. Um, I think you mentioned that on, on the, the midweek show. Uh, you're right. But since he's run, defense has gotten shredded um, two weeks ago by your Colts. 32 for 170 on the ground. That was without Jonathan Taylor. Vikings did the same thing last week. 30 for 145. That was without Alexander Madison. And now we make the bad news worse. Last week, they lost defensive tackle DJ Reader. For the year, he was their only capable, highly capable run stopper, uh, top 10 graded overall. This is the perfect spot for the Steelers' run game to get back on track, um, in my opinion. Uh, before I talk about Pittsburgh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on, on the Bengals, Phil. Yeah, I just I like the Bengals here. Um, I like Browning's overpassing yards. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing him really start to click. Even though Jamar Chase is out, I, I think there's still enough weapons uh, to take care of business here. I think it's 236, something like that. So I'm, I'm looking at the over there. I like Cincy to cover. I'm still seeing a two and a half, so I'm jumping on that. Um, 
But the, the, the Pittsburgh running back room is sort of a mess. You know, you got Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, Najee Harris still out carrying Jalen Warren, even though he is the more explosive back. Uh, he's the yeah. more efficient back and he's, um, you know, more prolific in the passing game. So where, where are you looking with Jalen Warren or Najee Harris? Which, which way are you going to go? Yeah, I've got a couple props there um, turning to Pittsburgh here. I'll, I'll get to those in just a second. But I, I don't know if you have a thought on Mason Rudolph. You know, I don't know if he's going to surprise us. Yeah, probably. They just don't have an answer at quarterback. You know, I think we, we'd be remiss not to talk about the locker room. I mean, their, their best wide receiver just openly said he didn't block last week because he didn't want to get hurt. Right? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, their second best receiver gave up on a play. Probably cost them the game. Um, they aren't generating any pressure on the quarterback lately. Can't get the ground game going. Um, it feels like a Cincinnati lean, but I just don't think a Mike Tomlin coach team is going to lose four in a row here. So I'm going to tease Pittsburgh up to eight and a half. I've, I've posted that in the Discord. I've also paired them with the Colts, your Colts, uh, at nine. Um, I had to use nine. I could only get three at DK to get decent, uh, decent juice. So just break the rule here and tease the three. Uh, if you like them uh, props wise, I picked, I agree with you. I think Jalen Warren's the more ex- explosive back. He's been more efficient. Um, I, I've talked about that a couple weeks ago and I think he exploits this defense here. And I think he gets his, his yardage um, in spite of, even if he doesn't get a lot of carries. So I've got a couple props here. Um, Jalen Warren over seven and a half rush attempts. This is an alt line parlay here so Warren over over seven and a half rush attempts paired with chase brown over ten and a half receiving yards i think there's going to be some some passing dumping off there to chase i've got another one here because you can't pair the same running back with attempts and yards so i flip-flopped it okay i've got jalen warren over 34 and a half rushing yards with, with Chase Brown over 18 and a half rushing yards. Chase is getting carries. He is stealing workload from Mixon. And I like both of those plays in this game. Yeah, I mean, we saw uh, Jalen Warren get 10 carries uh, last week. I think 10 is probably a, a safe number again, especially with, you know, such a weak uh, rushing defense. Um, the, the Vikings really were cooking on the ground against the Bengals last week. Uh, so should see more of the same. I like Jalen Warren. If I was going to take a running back prop here, it would probably be on Jalen Warren's uh, combo yardage. I think it's set at, I'm pulling it up right now, 66, 66 and a half at DraftKings. I like that. Um, so that that's who I would play, but I do lean Cincinnati, lay in the two and a half, and I like Browning's over passing yardage. Do you have, okay. sir... Anything in the other Saturday game, the uh, Buffalo Bills are heading to L.A. to take on the Chargers. The line is set between 12 and 12 and a half. This total, I believe, is set between 43 and a half and 44. You can lay $7.15 to win a dollar with the Bills, or you can take plus 570 with the Chargers. What are you looking at here, buddy? Well, Buffalo is peaking at just the right time. Man, they look good. Um, and, and Josh has been Josh these last three games. He's, and he's, even, you know, he's averaging nine rushing attempts after averaging just 4.8 per week before that. But what's different here, right, is we're seeing how 
um, you know, actually having an efficient and traditional run game is making it such that they're not, you know, defenses are not just keying in on Josh. Um, and both are highly effective now, which is just extremely dangerous. James Cook's been phenomenal. Of course, had a career day last week. Sorry, Egg, against your, your, your boys. Carried the rock 25 times for 179 yards and a tutty. Two receptions. Yes, two receptions, 43 yards, and another tutty there for good measure. Um, that was a, a rush receiving yards prop I was on last week, Phil. Very proud of that one. Um, they look great. But on the other side of the ball, look, I think it's going to be hard for the Chargers to get any pressure on Josh, uh, especially with Joey Bosa still out. I usually like taking teams after firing a terrible coach like this situation, but these matchups are just atrocious. Uh, the Chargers' pass defense is nearly dead last in the league, below average against the run. I don't know what their team's going to look like under Giff Smith. Probably not that much different. Um, Micah Hyde's still out for the Bills, but Keenan Allen's out as well. Who's there left to throw to? You know, these dump-offs to Jared Everett and Eckler just aren't doing it. So I think the Bills swarm the backfield, make Easton's night a living hell. They're third in the league in knockdowns, 19th in the league in blitz rate, which means they're getting pressure with the front four. The coverage is there. I don't like to lay points over 10, so I'm probably off. But, man, I I, kind of want to lean Bills here to lay the points. I like the Chargers here. Uh, I I don't think they have a, a chance in hell to win, you know, uh, but I do like the Chargers to cover. It's a big number. 12 is a, a ton. It is. Like you said, Vince, welcome to the head coaching fraternity, Giff Smith. What does that stand for? Like Gifford? Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> uh, maybe Gifford. Yeah. Could, could be Gifford. Guess. But um, it goes. <laughs> all right. Well done. <laughs> This team definitely quit on Brandon Staley. Uh, A lot of us quit on uh, the Chargers with Brandon Staley. The guy, terrible. Just awful head coach. It needed to be done. I'm glad he's, you know, he's on to greener pastures, hopefully. So I am looking for an uptick in performance. It seems like the the Chargers locker room, um, you know, likes GIF. So give me a little dead cat bounce action here. I like the Chargers just the number's too big. So I'm taking the 12. I got a couple props. I'm going back to the well on Josh Allen. Anytime touchdown score. We cashed that one last week. I think we're going to cash it again. Getting plus 110 over at DraftKings. He's still the best red zone threat on the Bills team. And then the other prop I like, Easton Stick. Under 17 and a half rushing yards. He fooled me in his first start. I won't be fooled again. Max Crosby was hunting this guy down. And he still couldn't find a reason to use his legs. <laughs> I, with the Buffalo pressure, I still yeah. don't think he, he, he's going to be very effective on the ground, even if he was effective in college. It doesn't always translate. Easton mm-hmm. Stick, under 17 and a half rushing yards. You know what so hurts think, the most is the, the lack of respect. <laughs> God bless Norm McDonald. I, I uh, wish he was still here. Can never have too much Norm. Never have too much Norm. All right, so... Um, I mean, I, that, that's all I got on Saturday. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I, th- I think that's it. That you know, Buffalo's a, a leg on my five-team money line parlay this week. I was just looking also at, at Josh Allen's anytime touchdowns, his rushing touchdowns. This is getting mm. into Christian McCaffrey territory. He's only missed you, twi- twice. You stop it. Twice? This year? This year. Yeah, against the Jets and against the Giants. 
uh, well, I guess technically week one he, he missed. So if you if you count that, other than that, he's had a, a rushing touchdown in every single game. Two against my birds. Wow, that's uh, that's something I had no idea about. You're you're right. I'm looking at it right here. It's amazing. It's There's amazing. a one in nearly every column indicating a rushing touchdown. And he's plus money. Uh, by the time McCaffrey got to this level, he was minus what was it four fifty. <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. All right, so I'm on the right side there. Josh yeah. Allen, plus 110. I'm cool, with man. you on that one, baby. Let's, let's ride that train. Toot toot. Vinny, the next game I have picked out, I just want to just rip off the Band-Aid right now. We, we started to talk about this one on the Wednesday show. It's the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> They're heading to Carolina. They yeah. are four-and-a-half-point favorites, five-and-a-half-point favorites. I mean, it's all over the board. You can get a four- it just really depends. Uh, the total is set between 37 and a half and 38. You can have the Packers on the money line minus 196. The Panthers plus 185. Are you taking a side in this game or are you able to stay off? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking a side uh, in this game. I'm very intrigued. I, I listened to the midweek show. I saw Eggs plays. Uh, I, I, I wrote down here specifically, no notes. Let Phil talk. So this is going to be, I listen and give you my two cents. It's like a, it's like a solo Celine Dion style. That's right. All right. I, I don't, I don't have a side in this one. Um, okay. What I do know is that the Packers injury report, it looks like a depth chart graveyard, especially on the defensive side. So okay. uh, I'll just go down the list here. Both safeties, Darnell Savage and Rudy Ford, linebacker mm-hmm. Devondre Campbell, two corners, Jair Alexander and Robert Rochelle. On the offensive side, A.J. Dillon, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave. That, that's, I mean, there's a lot of skill positions there. Then I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet, and I, I, I didn't write down who the user was. But he made mention um, that this defense has allowed career games over the past two seasons to these quarterbacks. This is just a, a murderer's row. It's Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Zappy Hour. Taylor Heineke, Ryan Tannehill, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Tommy Touchdown DeVito, and Baker Mayfield. I mean, just absolute murderer's row. So what we see here is it's a bad defense coached by a bad defensive coordinator that is banged up. So what we're doing, Vince, if you have the stomach for it, we are introducing the very first of its kind, the Bryce Young ladder. Aha. So we're taking Bryce. Aha. We're taking <laughs> Bryce Young over 200 yards. That's plus 145. Over 225 yards is plus 310. A little sprinkle on plus uh, 250 yards or more at plus 600. And then on the Wednesday show, I was on two touchdowns, plus 320. Bryce Young, if you still play for the Panthers, take us to the promised land. Wow. I, uh, okay. It all makes sense. You know, you kind of had me at the, the list of, of amazing quarterbacks you're rattling off there that had career days, uh, against this defense. That's a hell of a stat. Um, brawl through a river of shit and came out <laughs> clean on the other side. Came out wearing a, a diamond necklace. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Something, something. Uh, that, yeah, is, a- that is a nasty, that's a nasty injury report. You're right. Um, Okay. I don't, it's a first of its kind. It's amazing. Uh, it, it's one of a kind. I can't not get on board with this so that I can cheer along with everybody. I'll feel like a total dummy 
on the discord if i don't tag along with this and there's just too much logic behind it so i'm in baby let's what do else it. are you doing on christmas eve you know it's, 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 it's the season it's, it's the season let's go nuts we've had a yeah. great season we got puka nakua dollars probably in our pocket soon so probably let's let's spend them let's all right buddy all right let's do it yeah. all right let's let's go boom all right vince here's another game i want to talk about the cleveland browns are heading to houston they are there is a rogue two and a half at Bet365 and Bet Rivers, uh, where you can have three. Uh, the total is between 40 and 40 and a half. You can have the Browns on the money line minus 150. The Texans plus 132. I have a side on this game. I'm interested for your take. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't have a side on this one, although I lean Cleveland. Um I think Joe Flacco's, you know, obviously look like an old kind of washed up quarterback, but he's also kind of had some moments and, you know, and I think that if if he gets some time here uh, in the pocket, he can, he can do some more damage. Uh, I like David and Joku in this game. Uh, He's had a couple nice back-to-back weeks and, um, you know, I think the Texans have some, you know, some injuries as well to that defensive front that might, you know, help Joe have a little more time back there. And, And look, I think CJ's, Looks like CJ is going to miss again uh, is what I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm seeing. Is that what you're seeing as well? If that's the case, yeah, I think I like Cleveland here. Yep. Concussion protocol. You know, we, we hate to see it. We'll dry our tears with Puka Nakua tickets for offensive rookie of the year. Yep. That's all we can do, Vince. You know, prayers up. Um, they're going to, it looks like it's going to be starting Case Keenum again. Okay. Uh, which, you know. Well, why he, not? He's, he's got to win. He got to win. He didn't do much. But they, no. they won an OT against the Titans. It wasn't because of Case Keenum. I, I got to tell you that. Um, the Texans' defense, Vince, is giving up a 90.7 passer rating and nearly 240 yards per game. It's kind of crazy. Joe Flacco, pass first quarterback during this little, little oh, yeah. winning streak. Three straight. And I'm just wondering, you know, I just want to ask you, is it time to reopen the is Joe Flacco elite debate? No, no, it's not. Okay. No, All right. But he's well, fun to watch. Still, yeah, he's fun to watch. Sure. I'm still taking Cleveland minus the two and a half. I think Joe Flacco gets it done. He's not, he's, he's, he's not washed up yet. This is going to be yet. awesome. Yeah. Get Joe All Flacco right. in a playoff game. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, this is not good, by the way. Just a side note. Uh, you know, I love love our Puka Nakua tickets and, and want them to cash, but but not at the expense of, you know, a, a, a number one draft pick that potentially has a concussion issue here. Like, this is not good. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? It's football. It's what they sign up for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, let's move on. All right, buddy. I'm looking at a, another concussion-type game here. <laughs> the Jaguars are plus one and a half on the road visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baker Baker touchdown maker. The total mm-hmm. is set at 41 and a half or 42. You can have the Jags plus 110. You can lay it with the Bucks minus 114. I don't have a, a firm feel in this game. I mean, it looks like CJ Beathard is probably going to go. Yep. Trevor Lawrence still in concussion protocol. Um, what do you what do you think about this game? This has lots of playoff implications uh for us i would i would think that you're also a buccaneers fan this week we're on the jags to make the playoffs no at 10 to 1 so this this is kind of a blessing we are benefiting from head injuries 
what are you uh what are you thinking here yeah um taking my my jack's no ticket off the table and my emotions out of it yeah i, I still think tampa bay wins this game um I, i'm upset that i missed when uh they were getting points uh earlier this week before it flipped and i didn't i, I missed out on that boat i don't think i want to take a, a two and a half line i think that's what it is now i think mm-hmm. you know i'd be i'd be more interested in playing the, the money line there uh looks like it's around 125 right now but i saw some interesting stats it's like it's like baker's splits are 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 switched at home he does better on the road it seems um and so that's an interesting stat I, I want to look a little more into, but yeah, it looks like CJ is going to get the nod and Trevor's out. Uh, such a shame with how tough he was playing on that, on that, um, that ankle. But uh, I, I just think this is a bad spot here for Jacksonville. And I think, I think Baker gets it done. I would love to see that happen. And because we have those Jags, no tickets, uh, it would kind of be correlated to, to taking Tampa Bay here. So I'm going to sit it out, but I'm going to be, you know, putting on my Mike Allstott Jersey and rooting like hell. Um, what I do have is a player prop because Tampa is just an absolute sieve in the, the passing game. They, they allow a ton of air traffic. Um, they're actually 31st in pass defense, allowing 263.9 yards per game. So there's no Zay Jones and there, there was no Christian Kirk. He got hurt, I think two weeks ago. So it's gotta be Ridley. I mean, even if it is CJ Beathard or Trevor Lawrence or whoever's throwing the ball, you gotta be looking at, at Ridley. And I was surprised at his receiving total. It's at 54 and a half. So I'm taking the mm. over on the 54 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think that's just, it's just automatic. You got to play that, right? Uh, I think that's a good play. I, I, I'm interested to see, I was trying to pull it up quickly here, uh, who CJ liked when he did come in and play that game against Cincinnati for a few plays. Uh, I'll have to go in and check and see who he's targeting there. But I, I think that's a good play. Um, you know, maybe some Ingram um, props there too. And, and yeah, I think Ingram, right? Ingram was in the mid fifties as well. So, I mean, it's, it's pick your poison. Yeah. And he's, and he's good for usually, uh, you know, a 15 or 20 plus reception a game. Um, get a nice chunk of it there. So I'll be looking at that. Uh, I think you're right about the, you know, the air yards. I think this game could be a little bit of a, not a full blown shootout, but maybe a mini one, a uh, mini shootout, a mini like shootout, a, like a revolver fight. Yeah. Like a Shetland pony. Okay. <laughs> I wish we so, had a Shetland so, pony sound on the soundboard here. What then maybe that would be a, like a little Sebastian sound from parks and rec. Could be. I, yeah, we'll have to get the theme song on there. Although I hear we're 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 limited on slots on the soundboard here. We got to take it easy. Yeah. Now I made a joke on the Wednesday show, and it didn't work out because I had to reboot my computer. But it's because I thought we had unlimited slots. You know, and, and nobody <laughs> nobody heard it. And it's because they changed the button. They took away my Russ unlimited <laughs> sound, and they put egg in there, which is well, an outrage. Yeah. Well, uh, yes and no. You you know why they got rid of it? I, I think. I, I I deleted it. I deleted theirs, so they got rid of my of, of ours. That was my favorite button. Yeah, besides this, this one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I've seen so many dead hookers in all my life. <laughs> so yeah, so we got a bit of a battle between uh, between pods here. I guess uh, I, I think I'm going to have to start coming on to the to the Wednesday show just to be a soundboard guy, even if I don't have enough notes yet, um, just so I can ease you know bring the peace. Back to the to the backdoor network here, Phil. I, 
I wouldn't recommend coming on the Wednesday show. It's just, it's way, it's way different, Vince. You know, it's, it's something. I'll tell you what. If you don't like it, you can kiss my furry little butt. Oh, did Arch hit that button? Oh, man. Okay. Who knows? All right, Vince. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking around the same areas you're looking for this game. And I like Rashad White just like last week. I think I'm going to go back to that well this week. Uh, I'll post some in the Discord there. Sounds good to me. Now, I want to talk about my favorite team because we're probably going to have to talk about your favorite team at some point. And the Colts, the hopefully playoff bound Indianapolis Colts, two and a half point dogs on the road visiting the Atlanta Falcons this week. The total is set at 44 and a half or 45. Uh, you can have the Colts on the money line plus 125. You can lay minus 130 with the Falcons. Where are we going? Just kidding. Where are you going? I know where I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I know you're on the Colts here. Uh, I wanted to play Atlanta here, but Arthur Smith. Uh, the Colts are, are 26th against the run, and the game script is perfect for Bijan to have a nice bounce back and Algier to tear it up, but Arthur Smith. Uh, mm -hmm. The Colts are, are, are letting up nearly the most points in the league per game, but uh, Arthur Smith. So yeah. let's play a game, Phil. It's called No One is Smarter Than Arthur. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, so which trio do you think got 60% of the total team touches in last week's game? Is it A, Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, Johnu Smith, or B, superstars Bajan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London? It was the first group. It was the first group of losers and wash-ups and has-beens and inferior players. That's correct, Phil. You win. You win. I remember, I remember when I made my Bijan Robinson play, player prop last week, and you were like, ah, I remember when I thought it was going to be a big Bijan <laughs> day. Yeah. Uh-huh. I told yeah. you. But, but, you know, you, got, you, you did cash the David Montgomery prop. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, but on the other side, though, good news for you. Michael Pittman is back. He's officially back. That's a good sign. Uh, I think he, he officially cleared, right? Protocol? He did. You know who else yeah. is not listed on the injury report? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. My mm -hmm. neighbor. Mm -hmm. Does that do but, anything for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six to midnight? Yeah. Yeah, I get a little... <laughs> you know? Mm -mm. What about Braden Smith? Are you worried about Braden Smith? It looks like he, he might be out with a knee. No, I don't know who that is. The starting right tackle, Braden Smith? Oh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just put, put another body on the, the line there. <laughs> What's Jeff Saturday doing? Is he still blocking? What's going on? Jeff Saturday. Bye, bye, bye! Um, yeah, I mean, so you saw what I did. I, I did a couple uh, legs of teasers with using the Colts because uh, I don't know if two and a half, you know, look, this game's it could get ugly, so I don't know if that's enough. But I think, uh, you know, slap six points onto it, and I'm super comfortable taking the Colts here. Uh, so they were, they were a leg, and in both my teasers, but um, I don't know. Should I take them ATS? Yeah. Are you, go, are yeah, you yeah. taking two and a half? Where are you at on this one? Yeah, I'm taking the two and a half. Also, um, you know, just Atlanta, they, they lost to the Panthers last week on, you know, the last play of the game. It was a walk-off. Here's an interesting stat, I, in, and it just, it just clicked in my mind. I should have talked about it when we were talking about the Panthers, but here's my second chance. Did you know, Vince, that the Panthers are the only team in NFL history, this late in the season, to have never taken an offensive snap 
with a lead in the fourth quarter. They have two wins. Both of them were walk-off wins. Come on, that's wow. a cool stat. That's, that's cool insane. Stat. Yeah. NFL but, history. Mean, NFL history. Never taking a snap while leading in the fourth quarter. Goodness gracious. Yeah. But anyway, so that just goes to show how bad Desmond Ritter is to, to lose of this, this team. Uh, that guy yeah. stinks. And, you know, I put a little bit of faith in him, and, and, and he goes and he does that. It's, it's terrible. So here we go with Taylor Heineke. He's getting a nod. It's not an upgrade. Um, they're kind of like the same guy. You know, they both like to, to run around and make bad throws. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I just think with JT coming back, you know, and Zach Moss already back there, that's a pretty good one-two punch. Pittman is an absolute weapon. Gardner Minshew is a, a new man. You know, we're in the playoff mix. I'm looking for Indy to cover here, even though Atlanta's desperate. I don't think that always equates to wins. They're, they're still mathematically alive in that division because it's terrible. So I like Indy here, plus two and a half. I like Indy to win the division, plus 275. I like Shane Steichen, coach of the year, three to one. Ooh, okay. Okay. Those yeah. are toasty. I like them. I like them. Yep. Vinny, I got another game here. I'm just scraping the bottom of the barrel. If you're ready to hear it, if you're ready to talk about the Arizona Cardinals getting four on the road in Chicago, the total is yep. 42 and a half or 43. You can have the Cardinals on the money line plus 176. You can have the Bears laying two bucks. Did you even look at this game or is this one you glossed over? You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I typically put a lot of time into. Um, my ATS picks, especially into everything, but especially the ATS picks. Uh, I posted this one early in the week. Uh, Chicago minus four is what I'm on. And, you know, I didn't have to do a lot of digging on this one. It just didn't make sense to me. Um, the Cardinals are just not, this, this is at least a six point game in my mind. Um, I, I don't understand really what this one's about. I think the Bears still have something to play for. And frankly, Justin Fields has probably got everything to play for. Um, you know, trying to prove that he's the guy still. And, um, you know, if he's not to, you know, show it off for the next team. So this one, it was almost a no brainer for me. Uh, I'll probably like some props on this one as well around fields rushing, but, uh, Chicago laying the points. Let me have it. I am also laying the points here. I'm taking the bears minus the four. Um, like you said, I mean, this just, is, this is a motivated club. They're, they've been just incredible on defense since they made the trade for Sweat. Um, this Arizona Cardinals defense is 29th in yards per play allowed. Um, they're the absolute worst in the NFL against the run. They allow 140 yards a game. Um, over the last three weeks, they've allowed nearly six yards a carry. On the other side, the Bears are the number one defense in the NFL against the mm-hmm. run. So uh, the Cardinals give it up on the ground. There's no real bell cow back. I mean, you, you've got Deonta Foreman, uh, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, and they all stink. They're, none of them are getting uh, significant work. It's Justin Fields calling his own number. So uh, I think we see more of the same. Give me Justin Fields over 54.5 rushing yards, over 9.5 carries, plus 170 anytime touchdown scorer. And then I'm also going to lay the four. So that's a, a Philly four pack for you on this crap game. 
Yeah. It's impressive. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with all of them. It's all, it's all just too logical, Phil. And this requires no sex. No sex at all. I wish you people could see that the alley-oop, the, the one-two punch, right? Because those the, the audience should know that that is not one sound. Okay, that, I was that just going to say, teamwork. it's two buttons. It's two <laughs> buttons. You know, it's the alley and the oop. It's the call for black inventing the alley-oop. Magic and Kareem, eyes. baby. Magic and Kareem. Boom. Vince, that's all I've got actually written down. And I, I don't know what games you'd like to pivot to, but I'm ready. Uh, let's talk about any of them. I'm well, let, we, let's just, yeah, we'll, we'll do a little quick, you know, round robin like we do in this situation. So how about <clears throat> Seahawks, Titans, uh, Tennessee coming off a tough loss at home to the Texans, Seattle coming off a huge win at home versus my... <laughs> uh, there you go. The Avian uh, Awards there. Uh, not to be confused with the AVN Awards. Uh, Tennessee is possibly without Will Levis uh, on Sunday. Man, he's tough as nails, but uh, this doesn't look like the, t- the typical high ankle sprain. This, this does not, um, you know, not the Trevor Lawrence get back up and dance variety. This one looks legit. I don't think he plays. Uh, if he does, I don't know if he, if he stays. So, but... Seahawks are in a, in a tough spot here. They're traveling across the country. They're, they're on a short week. Um, you know, it could be a bit of a letdown spot, but Gino's back under center. He took full practice all week, so he shouldn't be overly rusty. Um, I got the, I got three, I got minus three fan, uh, fan duel was the last book here at minus three. I expect we'll see four plus, um, if when Levis is announced is out. So I went and grabbed that tonight. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's anywhere, there's threes and threes and three and a halfs out there as well. Okay. Yeah. So already starting to move. Yep. I will continue to wait. Uh, cause I, I like the Seahawks here. It's just so many weapons they have on offense, Vince. Um, you know, with, with Tyler Lockett, DK, um, you know, the running game looks okay at times. Uh, I just I like the Seahawks here. They're they're going to be very very motivated. They got the world to play for. Pete Carroll have them coached up, and um, I don't I don't like the Titans without without our guy Levis. So give me the Seahawks, but I'm going to wait and I will post in the book club when I make the play. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, Commanders Jets is going to be a terrible game. Um, sure is. But there's a I think I'm. There could be an angle here. So, like, the, you know, the Rams had total control of the game for three quarters until Jacoby Brissett came in. He went eight for 10 for 124, two tutties, two of them to Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, a lot of this, like, low dot type stuff, kind of an extension of the run game, right? Which Brian Robinson's still not practicing um, as of a couple, maybe yesterday. I, I haven't looked earlier. And then Jonathan Williams is still on concussion protocol. So, that leaves Chris Rodriguez, whoever that is, to run the ball. And Antonio Gibson to catch it in what likely will be, you know, kind of that extension of a run game, potentially playing from behind. I don't know. So I have nothing on the Jets. You know, last week was maybe their worst performance of the year, and that says a lot with how bad this this year has been. Uh, but potentially, like Gibson receiving yards here could be could be worth a look. Um, you know, just something to look at, it, just to be able to to play something on the game if you're if you're a degenerate gambler. We are. We are. Uh, it looks like this one's going to be Trevor Simeon for the Jets. So that's that's not. It great. doesn't matter. It, uh, yeah, it's it sucks. Um, and the commanders suck too. 
I, I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have any play on this game. I, I would just. I I love to bet every game. Can't find an angle here, so I'll just play yeah. whatever you post because I, I I can't do it myself. I need an adult. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, New England. Hey, we, yeah. Is that yeah. where you're going? I was just going to hit the button. Unlimited. It's not Russell Wilson. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, it's revenge from the midweek show, Phil. I can't stand those guys. Just kidding. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was on the show. Uh, well, I really thought Denver would contain the Lions on the ground last week. Uh, I was wrong. Um, they were seventh best over the last three weeks in, in coming into the game and stopping the run. They went right back to who they were before that. Uh, you took your David Montgomery props to the bank, baby. Um, good for you. I don't know if you noticed, but I did take a Gibbs prop to the bank as insurance against my my Denver play. So that was nice. I, I did see that. That was well done. It was a, a emotional hedge for you. It was, but also that just watching them because I've I've played a lot of Montgomery props this year, and I've watched that run game, and I've watched um, Dan Campbell almost blow it, and just I've been very intrigued by the Lions this year. And it just feels like Gibbs, they've been you know, ramping Gibbs up more and more every week. And I think he's going to be a big force in the playoffs, man. And I just think they're trying to get him, you know, really cranking like a diesel engine, just warming him up. So I think Mont- Montgomery's going to get the carries, um, especially when they're up. But I would be surprised if you didn't see Gibbs take more um, of the share, you know, in closer games or in games from where they're playing from behind. Yeah, it's like. Gibbs takes all the the red zone carries. He's a he's a poacher, you know. And I was I was very angry that he was stealing stealing all the hard work from Montgomery, you know. But yeah. what are you gonna do? I, I, I cashed the two I, I needed. But this this just feels like uh, where Bill Belichick just you know just starts creating havoc in the playoff picture, even though he's not in it. It would just be such a Bill Belichickian thing to do. To, to put the nail in the, the, the Denver coffin here and win outright. I don't see it happening. It would just be funny to watch. Uh, I lean Denver here, laying the, the six and a half or six or whatever it is. Uh, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing it because I, I like Russell Wilson and I've got uh, Denver to make the playoff ticket as well that's bleeding out. But give me Denver, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I got a couple... Um... A couple of props in the Discord. Uh, you know, Russell Willison. Again, these are these are alt lines. So for Discord members, you know, you're seeing. You know, usually I go one-two punch, little little alt line, same game parlay, some conservative lines. So Russell Wilson over four and a half rush attempts. Um, you know, pairing that with uh, with Zeke over fourteen and a half rush attempts. Um, so both of those hit. That's plus a hundred. Um, and I do have uh, the Denver tees down as a pick in my seven point teaser that I posted earlier this week, um, which includes a couple of unders. So we'll see Ooh. how that goes. Well, we do know that unders are always good until they're not. That's, that's, that's one correct. lesson we've learned. Uh, you know, I forgot, I forgot this game, Vince. It's, it's uh, the Detroit lions. You, you, you rang the bell there with all the Montgomery talk. The Detroit lions are playing the Vikings this week, sort of an underrated matchup. Nikki Mullins under center again. Uh, the kid can really sling it. He can also turn it over, which is cool. The Lions are laying three on the road. Totals 47 or 47 and a half. 
Uh, you can have the Lions on the money line, minus 155. You can get the Vikings, plus 140. Do you have a take in this game? Uh, no, I don't. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of, you know, off of this game in general. Um, it's, it's a small spread. And I, I know that, you know, I guess folks are looking at the last time these two teams played and, um, I don't know. D- Detroit, um, you know, had a nice bounce back Nick Mullins. Uh, you know, I don't know. He's a guy that I think last week we probably got the full Nick Mullins experience in the way that this guy plays and, you know, he's going to have some flashes, but then he's going to be just absolutely like, why did you do that? And, um, and if that happens in this game, I just don't see, you know, this ground game, um, you know, what's the, what's the, you know, the one way I guess you can stop the blitz, right? Just run into it. And that's what the Vikings like to do. And that's what the lions like to do. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think this one's probably a cover for Detroit, but I'm off. I'm leaning Detroit. Yeah. I, I lean Detroit here. It feels, it feels really short. Um, and I, I think they're underestimating or overestimating. I should say the the Viking skull horn there in Minnesota. So I, I like Detroit here to get the cover. I, I don't mind the money line minus one fifty six. That doesn't feel too juicy. Feels good actually. I'm I'll, I'll probably take a little sliver of that. Mm-hmm. Are there any other games you want to you want to touch on? That might be the whole might be the whole board we talked about. Well, you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on Philly. We didn't talk about Philly, but um. You know, I will say this, you know, looking at the, the Giants, they had a, a negative <laughs> a negative 16.1 offensive EPA when passing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's bad. Positive E5 when, when rushing. I mean, my God, if you want to just not win the game, just, just let, let Tommy throw the ball um, last week. That's, that's really atrocious. But, um, you know, Philly shooting themselves in the foot left and right. There's just so much wrong with this team. Right now, they're not executing. They're not communicating. Play calling sucks. I, I get that coaches can't play, but at this point, and with all these new mistakes, I just have to blame Nick Sirianni. The buck stops with him. He has to take control. He's not. I'm beginning to wonder if I've overvalued him. You know, I've said before, a lot of folks in Philly just you know tend to overvalue who we have and who we love as a coach. He's a player's coach. Um, he says the right things. He acts like he's from Philly, which the town loves. But I'm just beginning to wonder if that's if that that translates to being a high quality head football coach in the NFL, and I'm I'm really worried. I don't have a play in this game. I never do ATS here with the birds, but that's a lot of points. I I, I just I, I think that this game could be a blowout. I think that whatever happens in this game is what's going to happen with the rest of the Eagles season. You know, if they if they come out and they're just kind of a ho hum, barely you know win the game by a touchdown. I think you'll probably see an early round exit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really risky for you to come on here and say that the Giants are going to blow out the Eagles. You know, it's 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 a weird thing to say as an Eagles fan. Did I just say that? No, no, you said it could be a blowout. I'm taking the Giants here. I, I like getting the nearly two touchdowns, <laughs> 13 and a half. Uh, you don't really have to do a whole heck of a lot to cover a 13 and a half point spread in the NFL. You can... Slow the game down to a crawl with Saquon Barkley. Hit a couple dump off DeVito specials. Um, I just I like the Giants here to at least cover. The Eagles will definitely win. It's at home. The Eagles need to win real bad. I don't think they care about window dressing or style points. They just need a yeah. dub. Uh, they because, need a dub. Yeah, the the boys on on WIP are are starting to get a little raucous for a, a ten and four club. And I just want to make mention. 
Tommy Cutlets, man, he has spent a ton of time trying to strike while the iron's hot here on his stardom. I, I heard he's trying to copyright Tommy Cutlets. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. He had that that uh, run in with the pizza shop and the amount for the appearance fee and the the number of autographs to sign. It's it's kind of funny to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just that that's my quarterback this Sunday. Let's go, Tommy touchdowns. Vince, there was one yeah. more game on the board. I was like, oh, I guess we talked about all the games. We didn't. We forgot about the, the Super Bowl matchup. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens visiting the San Francisco 49ers. They're a six-point dog. Yeah. You know, this is the, the, the two favorites for MVP squaring off. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy and uh, Lamar Jackson. I've got Purdy tickets. I've got Ravens, AFC, 49ers, NFC tickets. Uh, my head's going to explode if I try and pick a winner in this game. What are you going to do? Uh, not, uh, you know, at least not against the spread. I, I just think San Francisco is the better team. I think, um, I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I just posted actually before we, we hopped on, I saw that it went to, it finally got to six points. Um, and so I just went ahead and, and paired them with, uh, with your Colts and just, and just, you know, threw another teaser out there to turn this into a, uh, San Francisco money line teaser. Um, because I just think they're going to win. I, I'd love to take, Baltimore, I like Baltimore better as a team and the and the people they've got there. Um, and I'm kind of rooting for them, but I just I just don't think it's the spot. I mean, it's their third game in 16 days. One of them went overtime, second straight on the road, traveling coast to coast for this one. That's a lot, man. And um, and San Fran is just a buzzsaw right now. So, you know, that's what I did. I, I teased it down to a pick'em. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's. It looks like the Ravens are a public dog here. And I always say that public dogs have fleas. I, I like the Niners probably. I, I don't know if I can bet it just because I'm invested in both sides in the futures market. If I had to pick a winner, it'd probably be the 49ers. And that's not saying much. They're six-point favorites. So what am I, like a, a rocket scientist? But um, <laughs> I, I, I like the Niners to, to probably cover. Um, I, I, I don't know what to do with this game, Vince. I'm just – I'm invested – could they tie? Could the Niners win by one and Purdy look good? That would be great. That'd be great for me. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only way I I can bet this game. It's not at all. All right. Well, I think that does it, Phil. We, there's a couple games here that we, we didn't touch on. You know, KC, Las Vegas, Dallas, Miami. Um, but man, I, I just, you know, I don't have much on these games. I think, I think uh, unless you want to touch on them, I think we're probably spent here. Yeah, I'm 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 all out of ideas. Uh, I don't even have leans for for those two games. The, the the Cowboys in Miami should be a good one. Can't wait to watch it. Can't pick a side. Who knows? Maybe we'll get on it in the Discord. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. And, and, you know, in Casey's in number is is I think just just right. So I don't really have a, a side there. Um, you know, I think they obviously win the game. But yeah, that's all I've got. Nice. All right, buddy. Well, if you like money, you'll join the book club. You can get in at www.thethedegensdegens.net. You get a three-day free trial. It's $25 a month after that. The benefits include Archibald's NHL picks. Vince is up over 20 units on Discord NFL picks. You get early access to all the Speedway Steve picks before they go to CBS, before they go out on any airwaves whatsoever. You get them first. Um, Steve's got golf picks because he's a big brain. And then you get everything else. College football, it's bowl season. 
Let's get in on it. Futures, you get the alerts because I'm a nice guy. Uh, but you get all that stuff at thedgens.net. Vinny, send us home. Let's make some money. Pleasure is always, Phil. And I will leave you with unlimited. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.